I would go to a prey battle just to check it out at least once. It would at least once, you know. A prayer battle, like a like a cipher. Yep, cipher. Do they put on like gospel beats, or do they just go acapella prayers? I think I they think have it- the choir. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one day we should do a sister act uh, two. Uh, me and Roger had this conversation. I don't know if you've ever watched Sister Act Two, but the end doesn't really make sense for the movie. Like, it's no way that they're going to win the movie. Uh-huh. They've stuck the whole movie, but yet they come out and do a whole new routine that never practiced, that we've never seen it before, and they end up winning. And that makes me think about like all those weird little nuances that. They used to be in the movies when when you would put churches when churches would be a part of the storyline, it would always be like this like I don't know weirdly fabricated, I guess part. Even though churches actually, here is something interesting. Um, not to jump subject, somebody just overtook the Catholic Church for the most lawsuits um, for sexual assault against a minor. And guess who it was? Oh, the Boy Scouts. Oh, so apparently yeah. the Boy yeah. Scouts are going bankrupt because they just had like eighty-five thousand suits. Wow, connected to yeah, sexual assault versus a minor, jumping above the Catholic Church enterprise. <laughs> they just they just wow. took the number one spot. <laughs> took the I, number one spot. I oh. think that the. All the controversy around what's happened with the church and Boy Scouts has forever tarnished me for anyone, uh, specifically men who are just very eager to interact with children. Like, you just cannot be too eager. Like, it's got to be something put upon you. You can't want love to do it. it it's going to, it just rubs you the wrong way now. Yeah. And I went yeah, to if, if you ever go to interview for the Boy Scouts, just pretend you do not want the job. Yeah, pretend it's your last <laughs> option. Yeah, oh, here. Oh. <laughs> they yeah, drag you in. My parole officer said I needed something. No, no, <laughs> no. More of a you just come in like you know the secretary drags you in. You're screaming. You're pushing. You're pulling. You just Boy Scouts. Fuck the Boy Scouts. I'm never working for the Boy Scouts. <laughs> and he ends up being like the best Boy Scout leader of all time. That's that's a re- reasonable journey. Not a like my whole life I wanted to be a Boy Scout leader. Oh, I'm never, I beg my mom not to put me in a Boy Scout. That shit just never. 92,000, sorry, since I'm looking it up now. All that, all that stuff take up too much of your time. I know when my daughter approached me about Girl Scouts, Ooh. I was like, I'm not even finna deal with no cookies, so you could just check that off your list. Me and you not going, we ain't selling nothing like that. that all of that, I, I'm not riding around with that stuff in the back of my car trying to figure out how that's never happened. Well, how she's gotta, supposed to learn the art of business and you figure selling figure, the pitch. Look, figure it out some other way. But it don't. it does not involve my Saturdays. And or any of my other free time, hauling around cookies or standing out somewhere, Mm-mm. you get your leadership skills from something else. I don't know what to tell you. I can't. I to me, I, I I think the oh, Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts and Boys, Boy Scouts remind me of like an earlier version of like Mary Kay. It's like, mm. like 
it, to me, it's like one of those fundamental, like, yes, you're giving something, but it's kind of like one of the things you have to like pay to be a part of, but you're still selling stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know what the Girl Scouts do other than sell cookies. I know they do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, they do a bunch of stuff. Save I know the they do world. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, can that can that be the podcast? What do the Girl Scouts? Do? <laughs> Girl Scouts do? We should have like a Girl Scout person as a guest. So how about we? Yeah, we table that. We bring them up one time. We get us bring them up. What do y'all do? We get a good guest. <laughs> Tell us more. Why Tell should we more. invest? Is this yeah. Shark Tank? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Wait a second. How many boys are in this group? I'm out. <laughs> I'll just piss them all off. There is nothing there that I like. Nothing. (laughs) One thing. I'm out. Dang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to do one. We got to get some Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Now, I was like you, Antoine. When I was younger, I never liked the uniform. So that was the first. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not ever wearing that uniform. I did do Cub Scouts in my youth. Oh, I was in Cub right. Scouts for a little What's bit. What's the difference? Because you're really young. What's the difference? I think it was because I was young. Yeah, I was too oh, young okay. for Boy Scouts. It was like yes. before that. Yes. So, you, so you got saved. Uh-huh. That's what you're saying. No, it's like it's like toddlers playing soccer. Like there's no real investment in it. You just do it as a thing. <laughs> it's not going to take up too much of your time. Whatever. Versus your kid playing soccer in high school. You got to be at all the games. You got to, you know, pick them up late after practice. You know, that impacts your life. But Cub Scouts and toddler sports, I'm down for that. Because it just doesn't take that much. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't require that much of you. Excuse me. Doesn't require that much of your time. Go on. Come to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. <laughs> you listen to Can't Tell Us Nothing show. We're... <laughs> This is a show where we take opinions, discussions, topics, turn it into improv scenes on the spot. Today we're talking about how uh, organizations like, impact our lives, but not just any organization. These are specific types. We're talking about the church. We're talking about Girl Scouts. We're talking about Boy Scouts. We're talking about Mary Kay. These types. Of, what are those things even called? Are they just like clubs or? Organizations. I think organizations. Organizations is a very yeah. broad term. But mm-hmm. yeah, 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 might so be the best one. Yeah, you think it gets cool? everything in, right? Yeah, I think I think we I think we are we like organizations. Organizations give us security, gives us something to launch off our ideas, and I think some people understand that, and some people develop organizations that take advantage of people, like um, you know, pyramid schemes, right? Like. They'll start as an organizational, very communal, very, you know, here's the structure. But, you know, you you really, in the back of your mind, always feel like they're, they're misusing this organization. You know, but maybe I might make some money out. Maybe I might, maybe this wish might come true, right? Um, <laughs> that, that actually reminds me of when I was a kid uh, in art class. I, I, I was through a process and parts way through it, I realized I was getting scammed. (laughs) I I forget how I submitted my art to some sort of organization. Uh, They seem to like it. Like, Hey, we like your piece. Can you write up a thing? Can you, you know, uh, we'll enter into a competition, send us money. And I forget like how far I got into this process, but I remember somewhere along the way, I was like, they don't, this piece is not that good. Like, there's no way that they, they this is going to stand in some sort of competition. 
They're just that, telling me. Yeah. That, no, I was about to say, that's where we begin not to trust. That's where we lose our trust in mankind. As a child, you think you know, people are saying all of these good things, and it's really true. And then it dawns on you somewhere in that process. Wait a minute. This isn't genuine. They yeah. are. <laughs> that's sad. That's it's, sad. A pretty, it's a weird. It's a weird moment in like in life when you realize people can and will be deceitful if the opportunity is there. Even um, the children. Even the, even the children. Even the young people. I mean, especially yeah. the young people. They're so gullible, right? I, but to deceive you by making you think that there's something good about you is horrible. Like, if you just, like, trick me out of my money because I didn't think fast enough, I'm like, dang it, I ain't think fast enough. <laughs> somebody's like, oh, your, your, your skin is so beautiful. What do you use? What do you, and you're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then they're like, let me show you my Mary Kay products. Um, well, I'm selling this line. I was like, wait a minute. You just did that to do, oh. That wasn't right. You you made me feel good, and then now you're making me feel bad and inadequate. That's not cool. I don't like that. It's not, man. It's like something again. It's like anti anti group, right? Like you you're not supposed to make your group, you know, worse or be taking from your group mates, right? You know, but yet it, it's an easy way to do with that, right? Like it's it's you get people in a group. I've heard of a hurt mentality, right? You, you're in a you're in a big group. You kind of like lend your logic or your thoughts to the group mind. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was remember watching uh, something on like cults. Like I'm fascinated by how somebody can like get wrapped up in a cult. You know, like um, they always get familiarity and group and family. Like they try to like throw that stuff at you to make you feel like you're connected to something. And then next thing you know, nobody's heard from you in years, right? Like you, you know. So I'm fascinated by that, right? Like, and it, and, and I think cults went over everyone. Like they're not just, you know, I don't think like you're stupid if you fall in a cult. I think it's like timing, you yeah, know, emotions, yeah. If you were yeah. you know, vulnerable, you going through something. Yeah. I'll never forget. I um, and not that I was going to get into a cult or anything. But I was <laughs> never the time we always got me. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I, was, I had to go to when I when I went to college. They had these. Uh, they called them freshman trips. So you go on these different things, either hiking or kayaking or whatever. You do this thing for about like a week or five days, and then. Um, uh, like before school starts. And so I went for the trip. So my mother didn't come with me. My parents didn't come with me to college. So once the trip was over, my mother said, okay, I'll fly up and then we'll get you settled in, whatever, whatever. So I was standing outside of wherever the bus drops off uh, from people coming from the airport. And this is on the college campus and I'm standing there waiting for, and I'm all hopeful. And so this lady comes up and she's talking to me and, you know, and then she's talking, you know, like religion, whatever. So I'm, I'm excited about meeting my mother. So I got all of these emotions and she's like, yeah, do you think this? And I was like, oh yeah. You know, and I'm just talking to her talking. She's like, well, you know, maybe we can just come over and meet. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm waiting for my mom right now, whatever. Turns out it was like the, um, the uh, Scientologist. <laughs> oh. 
And then I just remember like she was all happy because I was smiling and talking to her and responsive. As soon as my mom got off that bus, I ran like I wasn't talking to nobody. I just yeah. left that lady standing right there in the dust. And I just yeah. dealt with what I was going to deal with. But yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, like what if my mother hadn't gotten off that bus? What if something happened? And I was down and panicked. And this lady said, you know, you're, this church can really help. I mean, you know, I see this kind of thing happening with you. What if that happened, right? What if? How did, how did you realize she was part of Scientology? I think I looked at the paper that she gave me, mm -hmm. like, and like later on. And then I was mm. like, Scientology. And then I had to, you know, it was probably like sometime later once I really realized what it was. Probably like <clears> I got to grad school. And then I was, I was like, oh, that's what they were talking to me. And they wanted me to do that. No. You know I mean? Yeah. You felt offended, man. I've had people do that where. <laughs> not the same, not the same exact example, but I hate when someone's like showing you that false empathy to try to get you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and when you notice that, it's like just the worst taste in your mouth, you know, like you can have a flat tire, so it's like, oh, let me help you, and after they get done, they're like, um, have you heard of the Book of Mormon? You're like, oh man, take, take this tire, take this tire, get out of there, get out of there. I don't even want this tire no more. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly out. what you mean. I don't want to tire anymore. Undo the work. Stop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Get back in the truck, go on. I don't need that, you know. Yeah, man, I always figure if the thing you're doing is so great, you don't have to convince me to be a part of it. I should see you doing it, living it, whatever it is, and be like, dang it. I want to be that because this is absolutely fantastic. I see how their life is going. This works. For, this can work for me. That, to me, those are the best salespeople. They're trying to you know, come at me and tell me about how this is going to improve my life. And when you don't even know my life or, you know, you know, you don't know anything about me. I was like, that, that wastes that, that waste time as far as I'm concerned. Show me the thing. Let me see it. And if I, if I believe it, I'll buy it. It's always been I was watching the DMX interview where he talked about how he was tricked into crack. Oh. And I've always wondered, like, how does somebody get hooked on a drug or the drugs that we all know how it ends, right? Like, you know how heroin ends. You know, you no one's ever won a Peace Prize, Nobel Peace Prize doing crack, heroin, or meth, right? You know how that ends. Um, but yet people still gravitate to it. And he said that someone gave it to him and he didn't know what it was. He wasn't even thinking about it, right? And it was able to take his mind off of everything that he was going through. Like he just did like a robbery or something, and he thought he was smoking a joint, and it was crack. <clears throat> and I was thinking to myself, kind of like what you just said, a real good product, you don't really need to sell, right? <laughs> like, like if somebody was like, hey, if you're a Scientologist and you're like, you know what, man? Go ahead, man. <laughs> Get some of that water over there, man. You look hot and you drink that water, and then you're like, Oh my god, right? Scientology water, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, can I have some more of this? Of course. I, I didn't want to ask you. you to we, we cut to uh we cut to Tandy's front lawn. Well, hey neighbor, uh just uh mowing your lawn here, saw it's a little high. Just got this new mower, thought I'd try it out on your lawn. I hope you don't mind. Uh no, I'm I'm new to the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um hi, how are you? I'm I'm Tandy. 
Oh, hi, hey, Tandy. Hey. My name is Jim. All and, right, uh, Jim. Yeah, yeah. I, I live right across the street. You see my oh, house nice there, house. all shiny. Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah just house. cleaned it this morning. I got to wow. tell you, Tandy, uh -huh. ever since I started doing crack cocaine, I felt like I've had endless energy and <laughs> been extra productive. Anyway, hey, I'll let you get back good. to your business. Yeah, right. Whoa, 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 Jim. Hey. Um, that's, uh, you just started doing it, huh? You're not, or I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, because most people don't advertise that, Jim. As a matter of fact, it now worries me that you're cutting my lawn. Um, you should probably be focused on uh, getting yourself some help because that's not good. The oh, thing I that, got all the help I need. I'm just helping you out, neighbor. Let me get these corners and I'll get out of your way. Hey, Jim, um, mm -hmm. do you have a family or uh, anybody you can talk to or? But of maybe course. somebody I can call for you. I don't. I don't know. But of course, no, no, no. I have. I have my wife Chelsea. I got two daughters. I got oh. three dogs and yeah. one cat, and they're all obedient. Anyway, hey, I Jim, gotta go. Jim, Jim, hmm? I know you're not gonna like this, and I know for whatever reason you're thinking that this crack is helpful right now, but I just want to let you know the outcome, the end of this thing is not good, Jim. Have, have you done it? Are you familiar? Uh, no, I'm not familiar, but I'm hmm. not personally. But Would I you like to try some? Hey, uh, Jim, I'm, I don't. I have I'm, extra. Jim, mm, I'm, I'm so, no, Jim, I don't know. Anyway, about sleep on it. Okay. I'm, I'm not here to force anything on you. All right. <laughs> I just want to help out a neighbor. Oh, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. We cut to the bedroom that night with, with her husband. Hey, babe, I got horrible news. What's going on? The boss said I got one more strike. If I keep falling asleep at work, it's over. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. We've been to all the doctors. We've done everything we can to, to find out why you keep falling asleep <clears throat> like that, why you can't stay awake. You know, the, the the yard looks real nice out there. Oh, yeah, our neighbor, Jim. God, yeah. I got to tell you about him, that guy. Yeah, he came over, he was cutting the lawn. I was trying to talk to him. but oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to him, too. Oh, I, I hope you talk some, some sense into him. Did he tell you that he's on crack? That's what I wanted to talk to you about, baby. Um, <clears throat> he told me that he helped me out at work if I was to... To try it. Now we didn't try everything. We didn't try right. no. We didn't try right. yoga. Right. We didn't try right. ginseng. We didn't try no. being gay. It, it's not working. All right. I need to try something a little bit more potent. This job, I got. A, I got a right. few more years. I got a few right. more years. No, no, Frank. I don't know if you know this, but the end is not good. I know that that guy Jim seemed like he had a lot of energy. He seemed real efficient and on top of his game, but the ending is terrible. He just got started. He doesn't know what's going to happen. And now you have, what are you doing to us? I'm trying to, you know, you talked about wanting to go to the Bahamas. You know, we almost paid that trip off. But if I get fired, baby, I, we can't take that trip to the Bahamas. And I want my Mai Tais. I want to wear my shirt open. I want them to see my chest. I don't want to be at home. Watching Jim have all of this fun with his obedient family and I, all I, of this energy. 
Right now, he's outside playing the ukulele, baby. It's almost like he's talking, talking straight to me. Are you hallucinating? Or have you started taking the crack? He gave me a little bit, all right? Uh, it was just a little bit. Don't, don't worry about it. We, we, we cut to Tandy at, at, at work the next day. Hey, Tandy, uh, you're a couple minutes late, um, but I don't think we need you today. Huh? You don't yeah, need um, no, um, a few of us um, got here a little bit early and, uh, no. you know, we've taken care of all the, all the patients. We've painted the whole hospital um, again. What's going um, on? you taking care of What's happening? How do you mean you took care of everybody? And you, again, you painted the hospital? Mm-hmm. We, we just have a lot of energies. You know, we all no. start talking crack. So. No. The whole unit is on crack? Yeah. So if you want to go home, that's fine. No, I, I don't. I don't know if you fit in around here. I can fit in. I just do a regular job. Do you guys know how this ends? Of course, you have to know how. You're nurses. You know how this ends. What are you doing? We we cut to Tandy driving home, getting home early, seeing her neighbor. Oh, hey, Tandy. Uh, oh, yeah. Just checking my mail. Got a got a letter from the Nobel Peace Prize Committee. Apparently, they really liked how my ukulele can make crops grow. Uh, I was just strumming. I found some sort of chord progression that seem, that seems to make the crops like and grow and be nice and plump. Gonna cure world hunger. Anyway, I gotta go. This okay? Is maybe it's me? Maybe I'm stuck with these old ideas of what crack did you? Maybe it is doing something different now. Maybe people are more productive. Maybe it's a new strain. Should, probably shouldn't be so hard on everybody now. I'm I'm the one that's slacking. I'm about to lose my job. My husband is he's got two or three jobs. He's he's just full of energy and making plenty of money. I maybe I should maybe I should try something to, to help improve my life. Everybody else is doing so great. Mom. Gonna, oh, Oh, hey, babe, I didn't know you were in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I ran in the gym when I came home from school, and I've just been back here trying to figure out what this stuff is, you know. And I was wondering if you would let me stay up and watch some Rick and Morty tonight. Babe, <sighs> I. This feels so wrong, but I'm. <clears throat> what can it hurt? And scene. <laughs> this is terrible. This is, you said the whole, the whole dare, anti-drug that 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 scene just set the whole thing back. <laughs> it, it did. It did. Yeah, it did. I remember. I remember a buddy, um, and you guys have probably heard this a while. Once, once he told me that he did coke. And he felt very productive for it afterwards. He's like, oh, you only do a little bit. You know, clean the house, laundry, whatever. And you put it away for a while. That that, that sounds like "Mm." a stairway to hell. If I could clean my whole house with a little bit, I would would be like, what I could do with a whole lot, right? I could probably take over the world. Coked out now. 
the problem is <laughs> if you like the results, I mean, if you like the productivity, then that's the addictive cycle. Because you're like, hey, I need to be productive. I like how I feel when I'm productive. That's nope. the addictive. Yeah, they're, they're highly addictive when they're yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, no one's like addicted to like banging her head on the hammer. You know? Right. <laughs> right. What's, what's the drug that you take that intentionally makes you not worse? Not, right. You know, but it makes you worse, right? Everybody thinks it's going to make something better. There's no reason to take it if it doesn't improve something. What's the thing that's like, you know what? I care too much about people. I need some shit that makes me not give a damn. <laughs> I need something. Alcohol. Alcohol. Takes the edge it's off. I remember. Edge. I've never. I've never done bars, but I know. Uh, I remember someone told me it's like, man, I'm gonna do bars no more. I don't even remember anything. <laughs> like you just lose <laughs> the memory of after you take it. Like, yeah, it, it makes you worse. It, it fucks up your memory, your speech, your well, mind, your decision making. You take it to specifically feel worse. <laughs> but people don't take it to feel worse. They take it no. to. Feel great right it's the it's the same as drugs the same bad byproduct like they take it to be more social if they have social anxiety it's like oh yeah this is the thing that's going to loosen me uh, remember john i was just talking to you yesterday i was like you got these people who are just the extremes they're either drunk and they're all over the place like a circus or or you know when they're not drunk they're, they're almost non-existent you, you can't even find them or yes. they're so grumpy that you don't want to be around them Yes. That, yeah. You know, that's that, I think that's that's uh, that's probably all drugs, too. Could you see a doctor prescribing alcohol to a patient like, you know what? You're kind of a bummer. You need to do more <laughs> drinks. <clears throat> <laughs> like like if I, I mean, to answer this point, if you just try a little bit, like it takes the edge <laughs> off. Right. <laughs> Because they're maybe a psychologist, right? Or, or <laughs> you should go drink. I don't know about a doctor. <laughs> a psychologist says you should go drinking. Is there ever anything where a psychologist could tell you to go drink and that would be like the perfect <clears throat> solution? The perfect solution is to get hammered. I mean, it's a sin. Loosen up. Let your guard down a little bit. <laughs> get hammered. No, nah, I didn't say get hammered. I said loosen up. That was not my diagnosis. <clears throat> my prescription said one to two drinks. <laughs> like like, 12. <laughs> I thought it said 12. <laughs> you get to the, to the drugstore to, uh, no, to the liquor store to fill the prescription. Uh, yeah, you gotta wait. We don't have this on uh, wild turkey. Not <laughs> <laughs> a wild turkey. You got this generic stuff. Oh, man. yeah, right. No, the doctor said specifically the name. <laughs> I don't know what your doctor said, but you can go ahead and get this this generic. <laughs> oh, I can score like when you get the prescription and it's for uh, like a thirty day supply, but they don't have that many. I give you twelve, and then you come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> You have to come back. I'll just give you a little. Let me give you a little sip. Let me give you a little, <laughs> a little, a little shot of it. And you come back, you know, when I get a full bottle in. What? A little shot. A little shot. Yeah. yeah. A little shot. <clears throat> but it's crazy. I've seen people in one breath cuss out how much their medicine costs. Right. Mm -hmm. Man, I have to pay $300 for this. Right. 
But in the same token, I've seen people spend that much money at a bar and forget they spent it, right? It's about what you <clears> want. <throat> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you. People, oh, I can't go there. I can't go, I can't do that. But if you won the lottery, I bet you find a ride. If you had the winning lotto ticket, you get a ride to wherever they're giving that money out. You mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. It's a shame we don't value ourselves as much as we value, you know, money or or whatever prize we think we're getting. You should value yourself just as much. I don't want to pay that ambulance. I don't want. I'm, okay, you're gonna resuscitate yourself. What's your What's your plan? <clears throat> you're gonna take that gamboy. You gonna what you what you gonna, you gonna give yourself some oxygen? You got that? You yeah. got some at your house, you know. So I, I get it, but it's it's it, yeah, it's it's. I don't know why I don't know. I don't get that one. I don't get that one. <clears throat> it's There's, um, I don't know, man. It's a first world problem, right? Yeah. You have you have the ability to turn down care for mm -hmm. your own like desire, right? Yeah. Um. I always make fun of, you know, when I hear people praying for stuff and they're like, you know, man, oh, God, let me, you know, get this new car, right? It's like, you're thinking about what you want other people to see you do and, and what you, like, you're praying, right? All of it, like, let's say if there was a network, like the God network where everyone's calling prayers, I'm sure those prayers are getting blocked at, like, <laughs> you know, like, getting blocked at the reception. It's like, come on, man, praying for another Bentley. You ain't even got out of bed in two days. Get your ass. You know what I mean? Get out of here, right? Um, <laughs> it's it's that mindset, right? It's like we, it does, like when you, especially if you've been out of the country or you've been to an area you don't want to really identify with, you kind of see, man, we have a lot of, we do a lot of complaining because we get the, we have the chance to complain about this thing or we get the chance to say, I don't need this. Whereas, you know, if they had an ambulance in, the town or the country or wherever, you probably had a really, you had to be wealthy to even have access to that. Yeah. Um, we, we cut to the <laughs> the front desk of the God Network. Yeah. Where he at? Where he at? You've been ducking my calls excuse, for excuse years. Me. Excuse me. Um, mm. where's, where's your mask? Where's my mask? Put your mask on, man. Where's your God, man? That's what <laughs> I'm asking. I've been trying to call up here for years just to get my prayers answered. And not a single return. You asked me about a mask. <clears throat> my yeah. here. Okay, okay. Uh, well, thank you. Now that you got the mask on, I'm going to... All right, we got you here. Antoine Williams. Um, okay, okay. Uh, and when your, can you see me? Your your God score is a, is a 6 out of 10. That's Six pretty good. Ten. Better than average. Better than the middle. Get me in there. What, 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 it, what that means is um, God hasn't gotten around to your prayers yet. <clears throat> they're not. They're not the most critical nature of prayer. So he spends what? most of his time in a critical nature. What <clears throat> you know about my life? Okay, it's pretty critical for me. It's pretty critical for me. I've been oh. trying to get this the money for this new paint job. Yeah, five months. All right. Yes, I'm yeah. Clean. You got three I'm weeks of prayer. Royal purple. I know. I know. I see that. I see that. We 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 really couldn't do anything with that, right? Like, that's not a blessing. That's more of a skill that the, the painters already possess. So it, it's on him. You know, like well, we, I'm paying for the money to get 
the paint job, all right? Like, I'm not asking for paint to fall to the sky. I'm not unreasonable. I'm not crazy. I just want money for my paint job. I thought five months is far too long. I think your guy can get around to that in five months. God and all. Well, did, did you did you get uh, – we did send you a message uh, to fill out the survey. We wanted to ask more details about, like, survey. have you tried other things to get the money? Have you worked – you know, did you do your work, job? Man, why why I'm, haven't you finished your some your your summer courses and get that graduation certificate? I mean, those those are a lot of things that you know. If those were covered, God would have immediately probably sent you a blessing. But you haven't done a lot of extra work up until that point. So I suggest you set a plan for money. You should maybe go get a job. Well, first off, who are you? You work the front desk here. You're over here giving me advice. <laughs> you, what, you answer the phones and emails? Like, I mean, that, me that, that's, 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 my, that's my job. You know, I, I mean, shoot, you know, I worked hard back in back in the 200 BC. You know, I did my stuff. You know, I was good. I let people in my house during wartime, and then God hooked me up with this job. You know, I'm just here trying to spit game to you, man. Okay, I know you've been I, I see this job for centuries. I, Is that I, what I you're see, saying? I, I see people like you all the time. You think you could just ask for whatever. Of all course. Right? You just, that's, that's, that's how this works. That's what for. You're asking for whatever. What else, what else is it for then? You ask for stuff that you need, man, not what you want, man. We cut to outside the God Network. You want a cigarette? You want to smoke there, young fella? I see they yeah, turned man. you away from Stress. the God Network. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I used to work there. You yeah. used to work here? Oh, I used to work there. They kicked okay. me out. Oh, they kicked me I, out. See, I hope you can get me in. Talk. No, I can't get you in. No, they kicked me out because I I raised the question: Who are we to decide what's really important for people? I heard you over there. You talking about a paint job? That's real oh, yeah. important. That's real mm -hmm. important. And anybody living life off of Scott Street would know that. Everybody knows that Everybody on Scott Street. Off of Scott Street. <laughs> but here, take my car. My name's Lou. You can call me Lou. Short for Lou. Lou? Lou, yeah. Yeah. What's it short for? Lucifer. But you've been uh, praying. You've been doing all that praying to God. You ever thought about something else? I mean, if God not answering your prayers, what's the opposite of God? Who could potentially answer your prayers? That's, I mean, that's like that's the message he's trying to tell me, you know, exactly. by not saying anything. I'm just saying everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, Lou, it's exactly, yeah. exactly. Look, I can help you out. And you don't even have to pray. What? All you have to do is just tell me what you want. As a matter of fact, don't even tell me. Just think it. I can read your thoughts. I like I like reading thoughts. It's so much better, you know. They get in they got all kinds of thoughts. I mean, if you if you knew my Instagram, you'd see what I wanted on there. Like it's no secret, but feel free. I already know, but I just got a permission to come into your thoughts and do what I need to do. If I have your permission, I can help you out, young player. You like some sort that. of like thought vampire? <laughs> like, is that <laughs> what you're saying? You need permission to get in my mind? All right. Sure, man. Come on you in. Gotta, you got to let me in. I can't just. I, I got to do something for this paint job. All right. The world's about to open back up. These clubs about to be popping again. I need to be ready. I got you. Listen, after this conversation, you just, you go on home, take your car down to Jimmy's off of uh, off Calhoun. He gonna get you tightened up, Jimmy's. I see what? you later. See uh, you around. That's it. No, no, yeah, that's it. 
I mean, and anything else that I feel that you might need, I'm going to just jump on in there and give it to you, play. You ain't even got to pray. You ain't even got to I'm going to read your I have a big old building like this. Why are you sitting down here in the grass? <laughs> I, like being, I like being in the open air. I can have anything I want, you see. I can do what I want. But he has on a Steve Jobs turtleneck and jeans. I like meeting with the people right here. Yo, you mind if I get one of these apples here? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. We cut to Jimmy's. Yo, Jimmy. Yo, hey. Hey, uh, got your car ready? This, this is her right here, man. I hope yeah. Luke called ahead, putting a good mm -hmm. word. You get this royal purple paint job. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll take care of that for you. Um, while, while that's going on, why don't, why don't you uh, go, go sit inside and wait? We'll just do a uh, few minutes. For sure, for sure. I'll be in there, man. Let me know if you need anything. Okay. Oh, if, if I need anything? Uh, yeah, man. You're doing me a favor. You're hooking me up, man. At least I could do uh, it. You know, I, I actually don't need anything. Um, you know, um, I needed this shop. And uh, and I prayed for it. I prayed for it. I didn't get it. Um, then, uh, you know, my friend Lou, um, you know, he, you know, I asked him, like, hey, you know, what, what can you do for me? Uh, he gave me the shop. Um, I can't leave it anymore, but um, you know, it's it was it's all it was always my dream to have it. So, what do you mean you can't leave? Oh, um, it's like was that part of the deal? My soul is tied to the building. Really? Whoa! Mm -hmm. What happens if you try to leave? <laughs> I like um, stretch out like um, a sheet, and then I step step back into into, into my body. Oh, wow. Uh, well, tell you what, man, just a paint job for me. Nothing crazy. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need like a car factory or anything. Just put some of that purple on there that I like and I'll okay. be on my way. Okay. Um, did you look over the contract before you signed it? Cause you know, that, that was on my thing. I, I didn't, I didn't read it. I was like, you know, this is the thing I wanted most in the world. You know, everything's about to open back up. I need my, I need my store so people can be coming and going and, I mean, <laughs> not really. Like, you ever read like terms and conditions? And I mean, I do you know, now. You know. Eula's like nobody reads that stuff. You just agree and move on, man. Like, yeah, that's why I just signed it. Just give me a paint job. Can't be that bad. Oh, <laughs> we cut Antoine in his car a week later. <laughs> <laughs> the phone rings. <laughs> Yo, hello, hello. Antoine, this is Mr. Merriweather. You haven't been to work in two weeks. You haven't shown up. You haven't done anything. What's going on? Oh, Somebody uh, told you that they saw you pass by in the car. You come by every day, but you don't get out. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Funny story about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit of a situation here. I got to keep driving the car or else I'll die. That's the lamest excuse I've ever heard with somebody not coming to work. It's it's kind of it's kind of like that movie Crank. You ever see that movie with Jason Statham? <laughs> no, I don't care it's, about that. It's talking. like my heart is tied to the car engine. If the engine stops, my heart stops and I die. It's, I swear I've never heard a worse excuse. You're fired. Don't ever show up here and do not put our name on any resume as a reference. <laughs> And scene. 
great. Lou, sweet Lou. <laughs> what was he in the grass? <laughs> <laughs> handing out deals from the God Network right outside the God Network. Right outside the public. <clears throat> Old move. Yeah. <laughs> If it doesn't work that way, it's got to work. That's competition. That's business, right? It comes, right? I can see that totally happening. Standing right outside the, the pearly gates. Damn, and I saw what happened. That was fucked up. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you for a second, bro. 30 percent, 30 percent people would be off right there. Right? <laughs> My guess is just. Some people just waiting in line, like, oh, this line is long. I don't want to wait this line forever. Yep. Oh. And, hey. Come over here. Yeah. There's no line over here. No line over here. <laughs> <laughs> they never ask, never ask why no lines over there. Never. It's just like, what? There is no line over there. Let me go over there. Just down these steps. Just down these steps. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's that barber out here. That's that barber, right? That barber that <laughs> you don't never have a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take you right now. I'll take you right now. <laughs> Dust off this chair. I'm cool. <laughs> sitting on his phone beforehand. Five people waiting in chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Who look like they ain't there got a lot of time either. No. <laughs> Inconveniently waiting for the barber to get done over this guy, right? <laughs> no, man. I, I've, I've, I made the mistake, man. One time my barber, uh, shout out to Fresh, um, you know, had a situation where he was unable to to use his license to be a barber for a few you know, for a few months. <clears throat> um, still a good guy, man. He's a good guy. Cleaned up, owns his business now. Uh, but that one time, I went back to the shop looking for him, and the guy, the first guy uh, you see when you walk in the barber shop, was there, and Fresh wasn't. So I'm like, man, I got to take a gamble on on somebody here. <clears throat> And I figured, okay, Fresh always talking to this guy, <clears throat> but I don't, I've never watched his cuts. And I don't know if it's because they're not that good or I just never paid attention to him. So I take the gamble and, you know, he cut my hair. I, it didn't feel right. And then he starts singing in my ear. Like, you know, RB song comes on and he just starts singing. First he starts humming, then he starts singing. Then he had clipped the clippers off, starts, finish the, the part that he's singing. Just make sure he hits the right note. Then he goes back and cut my hair. And I didn't like the the cut. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm a gentleman, so I'm like, you know what, man? This is the first time cut my hair. might have could have been a little better. Whatever. I need to get out of here. Then my wife comes in to get her hair cut. And she just completely was just like, man, I don't want to pay for this. This is work. This is terrible, you know? And uh, dude had the nerve to get mad at me, man. And then, of course, my wife going to bring up, yeah, and then my husband told me that you were singing the whole time. You were cutting his hair. <laughs> Made it even more awkward, right? <clears throat> um, long story short, it's better to just, like, leave the shop completely. <laughs> if your barber is not there and he hasn't specifically given you somebody else, like, hey, man, if something ever happens to me, go to his seat, right? Go to his seat, right? I've had a barber do that, man. Shout out to him, Mario. Um, those are that's that's the hookup, man. But if a barber don't leave you no context, just assume, you know, he doesn't want you to get your head fucked up. <gasps> we 
we cut to a, a surgeon's office. Okay, Mr. Amici. So we've got your consent form signed. We've got everything done. Um, you know, uh, Monday, you're going to come in six o'clock in the morning and you are going to love Dr. Um, Dr. Richard. He is one of the best surgeons because his songs are the most memorable songs most patients ever, ever experienced. I mean, this... Wait, um, uh-huh. He's going he's gonna to be singing. Uh, I'm, how would I hear the songs? I'll, I'll be uncomfortable, right? <laughs> yeah. I, well, as you're going, I mean, most of the time you kind of know, like, before you go under that he sings really great songs. And you can just take it from all the staff who are in the operating room. They let you know he is one of the best singers. Like... <clears throat> doing his thing, all of a sudden he'll just start singing and just, and, and, oh, oh my goodness. He's I, I, want to talk about that, huh? I want to talk about that actually. Um, Cause I, I, I heard I'm going to be in like theater number four. Yeah. And I, I passed by it. There's a stage. There's like bleachers. Uh, there's a piano in the corner. Like, you said, oh my God. He must be in the building. Oh my God. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm in for a few minutes. I got a couple of... He has an entourage. There's like a dude holding his umbrella for him. He's got these white gloves on. He's got dudes on cell phones behind him. How's everybody doing tonight? How's everybody doing tonight? We're about to do some real healing today. Um, this is this is your patient. You're gonna do surgery on Mr. Amici on Monday. He's just doing all his paperwork today. You're so lucky, Amici. You get to meet him today. Nice, yeah, nice to meet you. you. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. I'm gonna be um. I got a special hot track I'm cooking up for you. Um, something tonight, man. new. Something mm-hmm. new. You are gonna drop something new on this surgery. Oh my god. I, oh, I gotta yeah. call everybody. I gotta call everybody. It's a new mixtape called the. Uh, the the surge tapes. <gasps> okay. Um. Does would everybody else in here be in there? You have a lot of people in here. Well, I need my producer and my engineer. You know, just in case I come up with an idea mid, you know, cutting. Sometimes I like to go and scratch and, and lay down a couple of tracks during the surgery. Okay, you'll, you'll stop. The sur- you'll pause the surgery and go and record a song. Yeah, we got uh we got about sixteen hours booked for your surgery in the studio today. So we're gonna go ahead and lay a couple of tracks while we, you know, taking care of you. Hey, and I'm with his uh social media management. If you ever talk about the surgery, feel free to use hashtag surge tape, please. Hashtag surge mixtape as well. Either <laughs> one's fine. Just go ahead and throw those in yeah. and help us out. Thanks. Yeah. And then right here, this is my merch, uh my merch lady. She's gonna go ahead and get you up with some nice little garb. It's gonna have surge tapes. On your on your scrubs. Oh, Everyone. I actually don't think I need that, but um, oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. What are you a medium? Oh, this one you you want to get this one? This has got the um, he's got the uh scalpel, and then he's got like the scalpel like is half scalpel, half mic, so you know that he's like a singing surgeon, right? Oh, you want this? One? Oh no, okay, that's okay. You don't have to have, but you don't have you don't don't worry about that. One. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's the first one. Now, now I usually, 
Um, I prefer to do my own signatures on the bone when I cut up on a person. <clears throat> but I'll do you a favor today and I can leave it on one of the organs if you want me to go ahead and write my autograph inside you when I'm singing. Uh, get the spleen. Get the spleen. Let him do the spleen. Yeah. Do I hear spleen? Is that what I'm hearing, everybody? <laughs> That's not what I said, though. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We'll do the spleen today, all right? We'll just take care of the spleen. And, and so uh, Dr. Richard, he has to move on. They they usher him away. And uh, Amici finishes up the paperwork. And as he's walking out of the hospital, he passes by a very shady and, and seemingly forgotten OR. And there's a single guy sitting in there. Hey, hey, hey yeah. you need surgery? Um, not right. I don't think like immediately right now. I mean, I can take you right now. I'm not doing anything. It's just real dusty. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll clean this up for sure. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I get on my phone right now, but I could, I could take you right now for sure. If you need something quick or long, no matter. Those are dusty. The spiders. You, you're dusty. It's dust all over you. Like, how long have you been sitting in here? I mean, I, I don't even know at this point. I don't even know. Um, all I know is that you know I'm available. If okay. you or anyone needs anything, I'm okay. You know what? Um, here, you're, you're you're a doctor. You must be as good as the other doctors here. And, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I'm, for sure. I'm I'm not too I'm looking forward to, to tomorrow. So maybe if we can get it out of the way right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me just go ahead and blow off these. A patron walks in. I'm sorry. You validate? Oh wait, man. You gonna get surgery from him? I was saying that mine. All right, all right, all right, player. <laughs> and wait. scene. <laughs> oh man that's something cold to say like you to say to somebody as they're getting ready to go in the search oh that's who's doing your searching <laughs> no <laughs> what did that mean <laughs> oh man it's terrifying <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh. And why would people officially warn you? What's the laugh about? <laughs> Don't do that. Tell me what's gonna happen. Tell it's me what I'm. What it's, it's it's the, the laugh is like, thank God it's not me, right? Yeah. This shit happened to you, not me. Laugh. Okay. No. Or they just it's like, oh, it's about to be a show. It's almost like, mm -hmm. an, you know, an advertisement for what is to come. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he's oh yeah. We messed up. I gotta see this. <laughs> I gotta watch this. It's like it's like me and Karina were watching some video and and we were like, anytime you see a video when somebody does a high pitched laugh, it's almost like an advertisement for more like laughs to come afterwards. You know, um, <clears throat> like if some if you hear somebody getting um, capped on at the cafeteria and you hear one person do a high pitched laugh, everyone's eyes turn to that table. And then the heat goes up a whole another notch when that person is getting humiliated, right? So it is like an advertisement when someone laughs. It could actually draw attention to the thing even more, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. Right. it's like yeah. an it's a uh, it attracts more, it causes a chain reaction, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I laugh all at every every time I get the instinct to laugh, I do it. Because you never know if some if more if three people laugh with you, 
then people can't argue whether it was funny or not, right? <laughs> 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 everyone, everyone laughed. I mean, they laughed because you laughed. Well, that's stupid. Laugh because I laugh. It's not. It's not a good argument, but it, I mean, it is. But it's not when you say it, right? Um, yeah, I laugh at everything. Makes sense. But laughing is advertisement. You're right. Like, yeah, if something's going on and nobody's saying anything, if you hear a laugh, you're like, what's funny? Every that's that's the human response, right? What's funny? I want to laugh. What's funny? Too. I want to be included. <laughs> I want to laugh too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what we look for. I think the internet is like probably the all-time greatest comedian. You know, they have like it's like an open source like comedic network. Like, you know, anytime something happens, even with our election, if we if we wouldn't have had memes or anything like that, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it'd have been harder to get through. Yeah. But the fact that you can laugh at and humiliate people, you know, when they do crazy things that should hurt and affect your culture. To me, it's like a, it's better than cancel culture, right? It's like everybody can get it, right? Like nobody is off limits, rich, poor, beautiful, or whatever. Everyone could get made fun of on the internet, right? (laughs) It's like open source bullying, right? (laughs) Open source bullying. I like it. Oh, one of my favorite post-election memes was uh, Donald Trump's face superimposed on uh, Oprah's as the um, when she was in the color purple, you know, breaking through the the corn stalk, <laughs> and so you got Donald Trump's face on Oprah's body playing uh, Sophia. <laughs> you told Joe to beat me. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I've seen that. One. They've been frying him, man. Frying him. I think, uh, but I think, I think you're right. I think it's a testament to what people are drawn to. You know, we have the information superhighway. You can read white papers on breaking, you know, cutting edge research, but the number one trending things are like people falling over and (laughs) 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 memes. So much potential unlocked, but yet everyone goes towards you know low hanging fruit, right? Like, so you see that one with the dog slipped? Let me sing that right now. <laughs> dog slipped right on his back, it's funny, right on his all week, all week. People, which, which, that, and that line makes makes a lot more sense now. You could say this is the funniest thing I've seen all year, and you've seen a lot of funny things, <laughs> right? But back in the day, it was like it was so controlled, like what the funniest thing you saw, right? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. And, and, and you can actually keep a list. You know, you go through your list. history of, of uh, what you watched that year. Make sure. Yeah. That's the funniest thing, yeah. This, well, yeah, you can say, you can keep, it gives you numbers and everything. Um, I still say, man, I remember sitting in college dorm room when the unforgivable uh, YouTube oh, videos I, y'all, I remember those. came out. And to me, that was like, like that to me, that was like I, the domino I saw fall when I could watch this and I'm the juggernaut bitch and laugh harder. Huge, like what? laugh harder than I. You never seen I'm the juggernaut bitch? Oh, no, I'm God. taking notes. Oh no! Oh, oh man, it's it's one of those videos where at the time 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Going back to it, I'll probably still laugh, but I'll be somewhat shamed of it. <laughs> I gotta admit. Which one? Which one should I show? Should I show? The, I'm gonna show one. Should I show the unforgivable? Oh, you gonna do that? Should I do the unforgivable? I think, I think I'm the juggernaut. It hits a little harder. <laughs> yeah. All right. And it was so bad because I saw we saw Marvel take it and mm-hmm. try to capitalize off. They of did. It, but, um. My yeah. way entertainment. Oh man. Can you hear it? Can y'all hear it? Uh-uh. No. 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 All right. Let me stop that and share it again. Share the audio. The juggernaut was was hilarious to me. Can y'all see it now? I can see it. Can't hear it. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, it's a juggernaut, bitch. <laughs>2000 I was in high school yeah it was like I saw it as a freshman in college and it, and it had to be out well it says 2016 yeah that's when oh, okay. leggy uploaded it but it's much older yeah it's much older oh, okay. but, uh, it's, it probably came out like 2012 2013 but it went viral it was one of the first ones I've seen to go viral oh, okay. and when I tell you that was one of the funniest things to see. <laughs> You know, there's nothing like that on that. Um, and the voiceover was just awesome. Like, there, there's another one that these guys did with the Ninja Turtles that was like crazy too. Um, yeah. I love voiceovers, man. Wow. Yeah, and the internet lets you uh, make a whole lot of people laugh as opposed to like the few in your class. Or I, like I guess I, I would think about a young person, you know, with a limited audience. But if you make something like that, now you got people 
doing something they want to do or they seek out doing, you know, you got like million thousands of people doing it. So that's 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 good, I guess. So you're saying if you had a son and he was like, "Mom, I'm not, I my I'm a class clown, but I think I'm pursuing my career and just making funny comedy stuff online." There's some kind of like a way that you can do that. Would you accept your child in their pursuit? Like making yeah, if, they, but, if, they, if they brought that video, it's like, "Look, mom, I made this video. I'm about to be a comedian," and they played you that. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, well, okay. Probably back then, no. Today's time, yeah. Um, and I would have to like see more of your work before I can support it. And before I can support you, because if you just like, yeah, I made this video, I'm gonna be funny, and you never do anything again, no, I'm not gonna support that. But if you like keep doing it, if I ban you from doing it and you're still doing it, then I'm like, hey, maybe this kid is is really doing what his passion is, right? As opposed to just, I'm gonna be a comedian, I'm gonna be an internet, I'm gonna be an internet star. But then you like spend all day watching TV or watching videos, you don't make none, that makes me mad. Hey, show me what you do again. The Tandaway with the show me. Don't tell me. Do the thing you say you're gonna do, and let me see it and be like, oh yeah, this this person is really into that. I feel you. I feel you. I always ask my wife if I well now I got daughters, but I said like there's some hip, there's big hip hop records that I'm like if if our daughter brought this record in and say hey mom I'm gonna be a rapper, but the song was like WAP, right? Like if your 15 year old daughter was like, hey mom, I just made this song. I'm about to, I'm about to go be a, a hip hop, be a rapper, right? Your instincts would be like, no, right? Because obviously the music industry is terrible. Um, and there's a whole lot of other factors that makes artists big. But to play the, you know, the game, <clears throat> I always get torn because I'm like, man, when is when do you step into consult and encourage your child to go a direction that's safe versus what they can become, right? Because like you said, a lot of it is effort and, and resiliency. Mm. Your kid is like super resilient, <clears throat> you know, like um, when we read about Pharrell, like he was like 17 when, he, when you know, Nerd was like helping Teddy Riley with some of his beats, right? Like, mm. I'm sure his grades were terrible at the time. <laughs> you know, I'm sure our teachers were like, what is going on with you, Pharrell? You're, you're, what's going on, right? You're so brilliant. You could be going to some cool school and bored out of your mind, right? <laughs> but you're who, New Jack Swing, right? Um, I've always been like, obviously there's no there's no path and you kind of just got to give kids some space. Um, but I always ask kid, people, even people I mentor, I always ask their parents, if I find like that this kid is talented, right, and could make it, or at least what I think can make it, how do you feel if I'm not encouraging them to, you know, waste their time pursuing something they don't want to do? You know, it's not you're not going to be successful if you're doing something reluctantly. You know, we come to a, a correct <laughs> counsel's office, um, Candy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, you come to me because you don't want to be in that city wall. You want to find something you mm -hmm. have to do, uh, and I'm the best in the business. Uh, I, uh, Gray, yeah, I, I um, made a deal to to be the best in the business, and, and I am. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Mm -hmm. How'd you you 
Who'd you make a deal with? Um, this guy named Lou. Um, oh, I, I I've been praying about it. And, uh -huh. know, it was working out, and then, um, you know, um, he, he found me, and uh, you know, now I'm, I'm the the best at what I do. It's the only thing I can do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That, okay, you mean that like you you spend so much time studying and and devoting yourself to this career that you just can't see yourself doing something else? Is that what you mean? I, I mean more like um, I do this twenty four hours a day. Um, a I cannot couple? stop. You can I cannot stop doing this. <laughs> I don't sleep. I don't eat. I just see this. Oh, you remind me so much of our neighbor Jim. Jim was so he was so efficient. That guy did everything. He, he cut the yard. He washed the house. Oh, oh Jim, I I know Jim. Yeah, I, I healed one of my clients. Uh, yeah, oh. I had time with one of my clients. Yeah, healed one of my clients. Oh wow! Yeah, but I don't know about him making a deal. He had a <laughs> he had a bit of a substance issue. Um, yeah, he's super successful right now. You know. <laughs> generally ends badly. I don't understand. I heard it about the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> and he got another dog. <laughs> I heard about that. I even heard he, he dabbled into music and surgical career. He's just yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I, I think the question you have to ask yourself is what do you want to be? What, you know, who do you want to be? Yeah. You're right. I've been trying to okay, do uh, before you answer that question, let's do for crap. Are you is that also why you're so successful in this career and this is the only thing you can do? Uh yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Um I, I gotta stay awake, you know, so um this this is uh, what I do. Um <laughs> I, I guess okay. I fought it for so long. I should just go ahead and give in, right? I'm here with the expert. Uh, yeah. yeah, you go first. Hey, hey, uh, before you do that crack, um, I just wanted to let you know my office is open, I'm available. Um, seeing clients, feel free to come on in. Um, just a little dusty in there right now, but you know, if I know I have a client coming, I'll I'll clean up for sure. Oh, you're a career counselor too? Yeah, yeah, I'm right next door. You walked right by me. You didn't even. You didn't oh, even no, I didn't. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. He said that. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you don't mind me just like barging into your office trying to take your customers. I'm <laughs> oh, it's, real it's fine. It's fine. I have so many customers. It doesn't matter. Um, do you want to? You can go over and, and come, you know, try it out. Come back if, if you're not satisfied. Well, yeah, I've been offered so much crack. I'd like to have some other options just before I decide yeah. to do it. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be here. You, you can okay. go. Come back whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, feel free to have a, a group of those uh, papers. Have a seat. Okay. Um, I'm dusting off. <sighs> Let me. I, I know how to do this. It's been a while. You need a job. Yeah. Okay, good, good. We're off to a good start. Um, boy, you have money? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, this is great. This is great. It's going to work out. 
Um, hmm. Actually, before we get started, um, just because, you know, everybody likes to laugh. Do you want to watch this Juggernaut video with me? <laughs> it's called I'm the Juggernaut Bitch. 2012? I'm the Juggernaut Bitch. And scene. That is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. If you want to check out more of our stuff, find us on social media at C-Tun Improv, C-T-U-N Improv, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on the dot com, C-T-U-N Improv.com, on YouTube, uh, Mockingbird Network slash C-Tun for past episodes. And if you want to hear our latest breaking, bleeding edge episode, check it out on Wednesdays at 7 at 92 KELZ. K-E-L-Z. For John, for Tandy, for Michi, and for myself, Antoine. That's Can't Tell Us Nothing Show. We are out. <laughs>